With me today is honestly one of the most impressive people I know, Courtney Elmer. Courtney has an amazing background in terms of being just a crazy smart business owner, a cancer survivor, and James Wedmore Award winner. But stepping back, I got to know or I was seeing Courtney's success years ago. I was lucky enough to have become friends with her over the years. And Courtney is one of those business owners, visionaries, entrepreneurs who is smart enough and talented enough to really build a business in any direction that can help people. And I know that she's got such a heart for helping people that she's picked a great way of helping people build systems in their businesses, helping out business owners. But Courtney, correct me if I'm wrong with the timeline here, about a year or so ago, you also went down this direction of helping people with podcasts. Yes. It's actually been almost two years, Joey. Almost two years. Wow. Yes. COVID I, know, I feel like totally since COVID time has just time. collapsed and we're like, nobody knows how long it is anymore. Yeah. Crazy, so, right? Yeah. Let's, for, for everybody, I feel like that's just a really great initial rabbit hole that we can go down. Out of all of the ways that you could help business owners, can you give us the story and the background of how the topic of podcast kind of fell into your lap and why you're still running with it? Yes, totally. But first, Joey, I have to thank you for letting me be here today with you and your community. This is just such a treat for me. And I always just look forward to the times when I get to connect with you because I can say all the same things about you and your team and the work that you guys are doing. So thank you for this. And yeah, you know, it's been an interesting journey. Like most of us as entrepreneurs, I would say interesting is probably an understatement <laughs> to describe our journey in the business world. But for me, back when we launched our company, we really were focused on life coaching. That was kind of where we got our start. And through the years, as we've learned, as we've grown, and as we've learned to really uncover our unique zone of genius as a team, as a company, we've recognized our ability to really help business owners, as you said, with systems, with helping them build a well-oiled machine that can run without them so that they can do what they do best and just be the visionary of their business. And okay. so a couple of years ago, we launched a podcast of our own because I was at the time, my son was really young. He was home with me full time. And there were so many days where like the only time that I could get just a little reprieve was to strap him in his stroller. We'd go for like five mile walks around the neighborhood. I'd pop in my AirPods and I would just listen to podcasts because I was just trying to learn and grow as quickly as I could. And it dawned on me. I said, gosh, instead of sitting here listening to all these amazing people share their knowledge every week, what if I could do the same thing? What if I could essentially build my own stage and create that deeper connection with my community that I just wasn't getting on social media. 
And so I decided, okay, I'm going to go all in. I'm going to launch a podcast. I had no idea what I was doing, but I was fortunate enough to be connected with some different people who were also podcasters in the business space who gave me some tips along the way. And I kind of just compiled all of these ideas, all the research that I had done and put together this plan to launch a show. And so we launched that show. Never in my wildest dreams did I expect what happened next, but we got over 60, I think it was 65 global five-star reviews within the first few days of launching. We shot to the top of the charts. People left and right were reaching out saying, oh my gosh, I heard your podcast. This is amazing. This is the show I've been looking for. Where have you been? You know, and all of this incredible feedback. And that was a little bit over two years ago and I haven't looked back. So what was interesting was that after we launched that show, different people started reaching out to me. You were one of them, Joey. I'll never forget. You sent me this message like, Courtney, thinking of launching a show, Yep. really excited about this, but what did you do to get those results? And can you teach me? Yep. So we were getting messages like this and I'm like, look, let me just be a smart business owner here. And instead of teaching all these people one by one, what to do, I'm like, let me put together a small focus group and let me see if I can help them launch their shows and figure out how to do the same thing we did and get those same results. So we did that. I taught them over the course of six weeks, what's now the effortless podcasting formula, and they got better results than we did. I know, Joey, you like crushed it. You were like, we got over 100 five-star reviews and we did this and that is the best sales month ever. And I'm like, well, dang, I think I'm on to something. <laughs> you guys, so, so good. And I love it whenever something like this is able to happen on the show where I, I bring someone on and it helps reveal like some of our own story and the success that we've had, there have been countless people who have reached out to me and said, great podcast. I don't know how you did it. I don't know how you did whatever. You're looking at her or listening to her if you're listening to the podcast. So I'm really, really excited. I know this is a really, really in-demand topic right now. But back to the story. So that was all still two or so years ago. Yes. And so what has developed since then has become a full-blown coaching experience, really, is what it is, where we've created a world-class program where we help business owners launch podcasts. And truthfully, for the longest time in my business, I'll be completely honest with you, I was like, this is not something I ever saw myself teaching. It kind of came out of left field. How do I link this with what we do on the system side, right? We're known for systems and helping people streamline and creating an effortless business and working smarter, not harder, as cliche as that is. But that's truthfully what we do. And then it clicked one day and I said, you know what? Podcasting fits beautifully because all we're teaching people how to do is how to install a podcast in their marketing funnel as a marketing system for their business. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, this guy's parted the angels sing. And I'm like, now this is what we do. This is how we can help you. You know? So yeah, that's really where we're focused right now because there's so many business owners, particularly now since COVID post pandemic who are operating online and maybe more than they were pre pandemic. Maybe they've just entered the online space. They're looking to get more visible. My point being that there's more competition than ever. And it's harder to get people's attention. It's harder to grab people's eyeballs. You know, people scroll so quickly. And it's really tough if you're an expert in your industry to distill all that you know into a 15-second Instagram reel. Yeah. And it's like, gosh, how do I impart all that I know to really help people 
in these quick little video clips and things and mediums that most of us have learned to rely on for visibility in our business. Yeah. And so that's one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about podcasting is because even though it's been around since 2004, only recently has it really started to become a trend. People are yeah. starting to recognize how powerful it is. I saw the statistic the other day, and this was before Netflix lost all of its subscribers. Okay. So what I'm about to say was like her, predating her. this like exodus from Netflix. Okay. But what they said was that in the US alone, there were more people who listened to podcasts than subscribers to Netflix. Wow. And I was like, wow, that's pretty amazing. And then there's another statistic I just saw that said that there is going to be, I think there's about 120 million listeners in the US right now. But by the end of 2022, it's going to be 160 million. Mm. Just in the US. We're not even talking globally. Yep. So this is a new medium where people are learning and consuming information. And it is a platform where when you can position yourself as an expert within that platform, you're suddenly and instantly it elevates your credibility yeah. and you're able to be seen truly as that thought leader. And imagine what that can do for your business versus being on social media or Instagram and competing with everyone else for the, your audience's attention. Right. It's a different game altogether. Absolutely. And speaking of social media, you and I were talking before we went live about how I work with a lot of service-based business owners and how I have so many conversations with clients or just colleagues who are saying, you know, everyone's telling me to be as present as I can be on social media. And I'm trying as hard as I can to be visible, to stand out, but Either it just seems like it's not working or, you know, when I really look at my numbers and, and where my like sales calls and intake calls and things are coming from, it's all from referrals. So can you speak to how, because again, we talked about this before we went live, there, there can be this like overlapping benefit to podcasts, especially if your business is already relying or depending on referrals to an extent. Yeah. And to do that, Joey, let me paint a picture too of social media and how difficult it is truly to utilize social media to stand out and to grow a business. And so for a minute, I want you listening to just think of your social media right now and think of the efforts that you're putting forth on social media. And like you said, Joey, you might, maybe you're showing up every day, you know, you're in your Instagram stories, you're doing lives, you might be doing reels, you're trying to put out high quality posts, you're trying to figure out hashtags, you're trying to do all of these things while running your business. And one of the biggest frustrations that I hear from business owners is that I didn't get into business to be a marketer. Yet, yes, that's a skill we have to learn. And at the same time, Sometimes it can become all consuming and take us away from the thing we're really good at, the thing we got into business for in the first place. And that can become such a point of frustration because we feel this tug of war between needing to be visible. We know that we need to be visible in order to get leads, to get customers, but then at the same time, not having the time, the bandwidth, the mental capacity, or frankly, even the desire to be spending all of that time on social media. And to make matters worse, social media is a one-hit wonder marketing strategy. 
In order to stay continually relevant, you have to continually produce good content. But who judges that content as good? It's in the eye of the beholder, right? And when you're competing with everyone else for other for their attention, then quickly you become a commodity. Your content becomes commoditized. And so you're simply just competing in a game that quite honestly is extremely difficult to win. And for as business owners, we're often told, well, you need to have a presence on social media. You need to be visible, right? That's the future. Social media is like your resume nowadays. You know, people are going to look you up there first. And while that may be true, you don't need to have as big a following as you think, or even be as active as you think on social media for people to simply look you up and say, okay, this person's legit. They got a couple thousand followers. Maybe they're out there yep. doing something. They've posted fairly recently, but not having to always be pumping out content. And so what I always invite people to consider is to look at your social media strategy right now. What are you doing for marketing, whether it's paid or organic or a combination of both Facebook ads, organic posts on Facebook or Instagram, for example. How effective is that in terms of bringing you leads and sales right now? Are you making money from your social media? And if the answer is no, or not much, or not as much as I'd like to be, then why are you spending your time there? Yeah. And yeah. what if there were a far more effective way to reach those people, to build deeper connections with them, to create no like and trust for free, and shorten the time, collapse the window of time that it normally takes a cold lead to go from cold lead to ready to buy from you, hot and warm and ready to buy. And so this is the power of podcasting, because unlike social media, when you put out a podcast episode, suddenly that person who looks you up, who's interested in learning from you, and they see that you have a podcast they can go down that rabbit hole with you and they can learn from you. And Joey, I don't know if you're like this, but I have done this more times than I can count. When I find a podcast that I really like and I just kind of feel like this is a cool host, like I want to get to know this person. They're really uh. knowledgeable. I want to learn from them. I go back and I go back to like episode one sometimes. I don't care if this person's been podcasting for years and years and years. I go as far back as I can and start listening because I just want to learn. I want to absorb. And so when you imagine if you now are the host and you have a show where you are suddenly that person for someone else, someone who might be a little further back than you in business, right? And they find you and they're like, this person has exactly what I need to learn. I want to learn from them. I want to get to know them. I'm going to start listening. I'm going to go back to their episode one um, and start binging. But let's say you created episode one two years ago. That content is evergreen. It is out there working for you 24-7, building no like trust and being kind of your virtual 24-7 salesperson, essentially, attracting people to you, shortening that window of time because they get to know you so well through an episode, and then becoming part of your community in a way that social media just can't do. And so that's just one way that podcasting can essentially replace some of the ineffective marketing strategies that you might be doing in your business right now. And I always say that. I'm like, look, it's not a matter of sitting here and looking at what you're doing and trying to do more or trying to do, let's just, okay, posts on social media aren't working, so let's try reels, right? Or let's switch to doing carousel. Uh -huh. So let's switch, like continually switching, but keeping within social media. What if it's about just playing a different game altogether? 
And so that's really what you have to consider because as a visionary leader and as a business owner, yes, you might be working in the business right now, but you are also the leader of that business. And so it's your responsibility to step back and take a look at what actually is effective and what's not. And what do I stand to lose by shifting gears if shifting gears to something else could prove to be that much more effective? If you have a pulse and you listen to Courtney talk about this stuff, you really quickly get some like, heck yes, I want to do this vibes. And more and more business owners, whether they know of Courtney's great strategies or not, are saying yes to podcasting. So let's go there now. Courtney, when people are saying, yes, I want to do this, and either I've kind of started to do something, but I want to really level it up, or more commonly, I haven't done it yet. It seemed really overwhelming, but I'm really committed to making this work. Can you share some of the the insider secrets that you've unpacked and are now sharing with your students, with the people inside your programs that you were kind enough to let me in on? What are the things that people tend to not think about or don't even realize is so important when they take these first steps to getting the podcast launched? Yes. Oh, I love this question. And I'm really glad you bring this up because this is important. Because like you said, often in business, we feel these impulses, right? Podcast. Okay. That sounds great. I want to do a podcast. Okay. This is like the sign I've been looking for, right? We kind of get this energy and we get this spark and we feel this excitement. And we're like, maybe that could be the golden ticket that I've been looking for. And so what happens is, and this has happened to me more times than I'd like to admit in business, but what happens based on experience is that, you know, we often get these ideas, we go for it without a whole lot of understanding of how it particularly works or how we can potentially leverage it to the best of our ability with our unique angle and what we teach and what we do and what we provide for the market that we provide it for. And we fail to consider all of these ramifications, right? We fail to consider all of these different variables and we just go for it. And this is the mistake that I see so many business owners making when they launch a podcast. And I use the word launch very loosely because really what they're doing is they're recording something, they're uploading it, they're hitting publish on Apple and they're calling it a podcast launch. Mm -hmm. And that's the furthest thing from a launch. And that is going to send your show to the Apple graveyard. And it breaks my heart because what happens is these people who do that, they get excited, they just go for it. You know, as entrepreneurs, we usually just are the take action type of people. So we're just going to take the action and figure it out later. They hit publish. They wait for people to listen. They wonder why nobody's finding them. They wonder why this podcast, this was supposed to be this great thing. Why am I just talking to crickets? Goodness, I'm not going to spend my time recording episodes for people every week. That's too time consuming. I'm just going to quit. And this is why statistically most podcasters quit by episode six. That is a crazy statistic. Isn't that crazy? But it breaks my heart, Joey, because what happens is, and you know, our brains are meaning making machines, right? So what they typically (laughs) will think is, well, gosh, maybe, maybe it has something to do with me. Maybe I'm just not as good of a speaker as I thought, or maybe my message isn't as powerful as it is, as it thought, or maybe people just didn't care or whatever it is. And that rejection can cut so deep. And it can really undermine our ability to show up in other areas of our life, of our business. It kind of affects us on a very deep and psychological level. But the truth is it had nothing to do with that podcast host. It had absolutely nothing to do with their content or their messaging. And it had everything to do with the simple fact that they didn't properly position their show. They didn't launch their show and they didn't create their content with the intention of taking those listeners and converting them to list subscribers or to part of their community. I want to slow down back up and like underline Mm -hmm. 
everything that you just said. <laughs> because chances are, if you thought about podcasting before, or maybe you even taken stuff to do it yourself, all of your attention is how in the heck am I going to actually set this up? How can I make the tech work? How can I find the right microphone so that this works correctly? The people that are knocking on your door, getting in your inbox saying, I can help you are highlighting things. Let's make sure that your audio is really clean. We can make sure that the podcast is being shown on iTunes and the other iTunes options. And let's make sure that we have the transcriptions available. There's so much achievement to setting it up that like if we were back in school and you set up a podcast, you would get the A. But like in business, it's not enough just to build it and have it successfully work. It also has to attract people. And yes. Courtney might be the only person that I know, which is why I'm so excited to be bringing her onto the show today, who actually says, okay, how can we make sure that you don't just have a podcast that works and sounds good, but attracts people and is good for your business? Yeah. And you know why? Because I don't care how good your podcast sounds. I don't care how beautiful your cover art is. I don't care how pretty your picture is on the cover of the art or whatever it is. All of those things are amazing. And of course, we want to make you look good and sound good and to sound professional. And that's important when it comes to people hearing you and perceiving you as an expert, right? But all of those things don't matter if your listeners can't find you. Yeah. If you're not properly positioned to be able to have those people out there who are waiting, I promise you, they are waiting for what you have to offer. But if they can't find you, then it doesn't matter how much money you paid on your microphone, how much time you spent recording, how great of a job your editor did, or how long you spent editing your episodes. None of that matters if those people can never find you to listen in the first place. Yeah. So this is why the positioning piece and the launch piece is so important. And, you know, our company is the effortless life. So we really strive to make things easy for people, particularly yeah, business that. owners, because you're busy. You don't need to sit there and Google and try to figure out all of these different components for yourself. And try. it's like, that's like trying to piece together a puzzle without the box. And it's like, you know, those thousand piece jigsaw puzzles. And you're like, oh my gosh, where do I even begin? And so, yeah, podcasting can feel like quite a steep learning curve in the beginning if you don't have that box, that end piece of that picture to know, okay, this is where we're headed and this is how we put those pieces together. So the, the way that I typically break it down is into three phases. There's a create phase of your show. There's the mm -hmm. launch phase and then there's the leverage phase. And so what I see happening in the industry most often, and I believe, you know, I really just give everyone the benefit of the doubt. I believe people are well-intentioned. Yeah. And the podcasters that I see teaching podcasting are only teaching you how to create. Right. They don't teach you how to launch and they don't teach you how to leverage, particularly for yeah. business. And so this is where we come in and we say, yeah, okay, we're going to help you with choosing a microphone that's going to fit your needs. We're going to help Perfect. you figure out the editing piece of it. We're going to help you with your cover art and what to say in your intro and your description and all of those things. And we're also going to help you structure your episode so that every minute of time that you spend recording, you are increasing your chances of taking that listener and bringing them into your community on your email list, converting them to a customer, mm -hmm. creating that high converting content that's going to turn your listener base into your customer base. We're also going to show you how to position your show and how to choose the best name and talking about keywords and how all of these things tie in to help 
those people out there who are waiting for you to actually find you. You know, example I often give is, you know, if you type weight loss into Apple, hundreds of podcasts pull up. Apple only shows you the top 200. And you can look and immediately see there's podcasts on keto. There's podcasts on mindset for weight loss. There's podcasts for weight loss of people over 50 or for women or for men or for whatever it might be. There's all these different angles. So what we do is we come in and we help you figure out, okay, what is my unique offering against what's already out there in the marketplace? And now how can we strategically position you so that when someone types what you do into Apple, that you will always pop up in that top 200 and that they will find you and that they will be attracted to you because you're speaking to them. And you're like, oh gosh, this is the podcast for me. This is what I've been looking for. And they click, they see your cover, they open, they read, they go down that rabbit hole with you. Like that's what we want. So that's where we really spend a good solid three to four weeks in this create phase. This is so important. Because again, a lot of people say, and I think we'd all agree, there's really no point in creating a podcast if nobody listens. But it's not a matter of knowing, you know, okay, how am I going to get people to listen? It's simply a matter of knowing how to create a show worth listening to and visible, ones that people can find, right? So then once you've got those foundational elements in peace, awesome. So then we can move on to actually launching that show. And this is the next piece of the equation where, like I said, a lot of mistake a lot of people make is just hitting that publish button and saying, okay, it's live guys. I just started a podcast. Like go listen. It's here. It's there, you know, and, and then they might get like two likes on that post and they're like, oh my gosh, did I just make a big mistake? You know, whatever. And so the launch phase is where we look at who's already in your community, who loves you, who supports you. Even if it's your grandma, I don't care if it's your grandma, who is there that is always there for you, who is backing you and who wants to see you succeed. This might be friends, colleagues, family members, people in your existing community, people on your email list, people on your social media. We go out to all of those people and help you get them involved in your launch process, help them see behind the scenes of what you're creating, get them invested, get them excited so that when your show launches, you already have the support. They're backing you to really help boost you within the algorithm because yeah, mm. unfortunately there's an algorithm too for, for podcasts, just like social media, yeah. but it's easy when you know how to navigate it. It's easy when you know how to leverage it. And so Really, this simply boils down to a few simple steps to getting your existing community involved in your launch, publishing your show with a very strategic approach to the day and time that you're publishing it, and then watching your show rise up the ranks and up the charts. And so when that happens, you're suddenly not on this level playing field with everybody else who's just hitting publish. You are like stories above them and you are starting your show from a much higher playing field, a much higher positioning that's going to help your long-term growth. Yeah. And I also want to say too, once you have done that successful launch, not only does that obviously help you with the launch, but just speaking business owner to business owner to all of you, that also can turn into amazing social proof that you can use everywhere. The fact that you have this many reviews on your podcast, the fact that that's something that you can put on your homepage, your about page, something that you can refer to. It's something that if you're going in the direction of wanting to speak on certain stages, you can highlight that in in the bio or what you send them. It has so many benefits beyond just the shorter term ROI. Yeah. It's an instant credibility builder. 
And then from there, once you launch, I mean, the pathway is wide open in terms of monetization. So that's where we really just shift gears a bit. Now that your show is up, you're finding your rhythm. You're like, all right, this is kind of fun. I could see myself doing this for a while. This is great. Then we really help you with the monetization piece. And as a business owner, you have such an incredible opportunity to monetize because a lot of people think monetization is about ads and sponsorships. Mm -hmm. And the truth is you have to have a certain number of downloads before advertisers or sponsors sponsors will even look at you. Right. And so like a lot. Yeah. And so that's discouraging for people because they think, gosh, I'm going to have the podcast for forever before I can even make money from this. And that's not true yeah. at all, especially as a business owner. When you, and this ties back to knowing how to create high converting content in that create piece, but when you know how to do that, and when you know how to lead your listener to a specific call to action that you want them to take, yep. you are going to be amazed how much business your podcast will bring you. We have a student, she just hopped on a call with me a few weeks ago, and I was chatting with her about a couple other things in her business. She's like, Courtney, but I have to tell you this. She said, we have been getting all of our referrals now for our high ticket $10,000 program from the podcast. Every single person who sits down on a call with me says, well, I heard your podcast and I love what you're teaching. And I've wanted to just learn more from you and schedule this call. And she's like, it's blowing my mind. She said, I haven't spent a cent on advertising this show. Like she's not paying for Facebook ads to get people or anything like that. She said, all of this has been organic because they're finding me because of what you taught me. And it's like, it's blowing my mind how this is impacting my business. And so you can monetize a show from day one when you know how to lead your listener on that journey and to that call to action with you. And so that's something that that really gets me excited to teach, you know, because I mean, think about it. And going back to what you said earlier for most of your audience who service based businesses and how you're getting a lot of your referrals right now from people, right? It's coming as a warm referral. It's not necessarily yeah. coming as a lead from your website or something or social media. The reason why those people are warm is because they've had someone else that they know refer to you, right? They've built that, that connection is there. That relationship is there and your podcast operates much the same way. Instead of a person referring to you, your podcast becomes that referral partner because uh, it's uh, you it's teaching so and those people are listening. They're learning from you. They're getting value from you and Honestly, you know, this is something that I don't think a lot of people consider with podcasting, but it is the most intimate relationship you can have mm -hmm. with a prospective client before they become your client. They're inviting you into their personal space. You're literally in their ears, building that relationship with them. And why I love it with what we've seen with our business is that when people come to us from the podcast the foundational work for that relationship is already in place. They're already familiar with who we are, what we do, why we do it. They share the same values. They come to us ready to get started. And so all of that time that that normally takes, you know, to build that rapport with someone when you first start working with a new client, gone. You, you don't have to even spend that time. You can just start your relationship off on the right foot right away and just get going with them and start helping them. So it's powerful in that way as well. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And I'm curious because as you said, you know, I have an audience of mostly service-based business owners. A lot of serviced businesses do have some type of a call before someone buys. You mentioned having calls to action a podcast. 
Have you seen or do you recommend a certain type of call to action? What do you think about a, a call to action on a podcast that can be just as simple as like, here's a link to book a call with us if you want to learn more or whatever? Yeah, you should. Every episode should have a call to action. One very specific call to action. And it's amazing how many podcasts I've listened to that their episodes don't have this. I listened to an episode the other day, my personal trainer sent to me is like, here, listen to this about macros and this and that. I'm like, all right, uh, well, this will be good research for me to go listen to a podcast. You know, I don't listen to that many fitness podcasts. I'm listening, yeah. I'm listening, I'm like, this is all great information. But at the end of it, I was like, what do you want me to do? There was no next step to take. Even though I was curious, I was like, I would have probably booked a call or to learn more or go check out whatever freebie you're offering me or whatever it is. So as a business owner, you do not want to miss those opportunities to capture those people while they're warm. They just finished listening. They are ready for the next step. You just have to tell them what that is. So depending on your business model, maybe it's to book a call. Maybe you want to get them on your email list because your goal is list growth. Maybe you have a really great welcome offer sequence. You have some kind of low ticket item or template bundle or something that they can purchase, right? You just want to get yep. them to that sale and then get on a call with them, right? So you just have to think of it in that way. Where do I want to lead people in my business, into my funnels, into, you know, to welcome them into our community? What is that action I want them to take? Yep. And then just match up your call to action with that objective. So think of your mm -hmm. objective first and then match your call to action with it. So we've played around with ours and we change them frequently. And this is a cool feature now that a lot of podcast hosts allow you to do is where you can just record like a 30 minute clip, a 30 minute, 30 second clip. <laughs> don't, go, don't go on give a call to action for 30 minutes, okay? <laughs> You'll probably lose people. 30 second clip and you can just tack that onto the front or the back end of your episode to drive people to that call to action. Yeah, so this is great, great. Like if you're about to launch something, right? And it's a limited time. And then after that launch is done, you want to change that because that link is no longer valid, right? Then that link, you know, you don't have people going back to old episodes, going to broken links. So great. Right. And so, you know, right now we have one that leads directly to our podcasting mini course. That's our call to action right now. Sometimes I share my strategy call link, you know, if I'm feeling really generous and I'm like, look, guys, I'm opening up my calendar. If you want to talk podcasting with me, book a yeah. call. So it just kind of depends on your objective and with what that objective is for your business for, you know, that month, that quarter, that season, but you should absolutely always have a call to action. Okay. Love, love that tip. And I also love how you're allowing people to experiment with that, to go with something simple. It's great if you have things set up and already have an email funnel set up and can tell people to download something and there's that list building benefit but i'm picking up that we don't need that and that's okay yeah simple is best i love that i love that let's see we're starting to wrap up the interview i also wanted to talk just briefly about for everybody who might be listening who has taken steps to build a podcast and is now a little or a lot disappointed and frustrated with where it's at. And they're hearing this and they're like, Courtney, where were you months or years ago when I first launched this thing? I know that you also help people kind of relaunch, so to speak, their podcast. Can you speak to what that's like? Yeah, absolutely. We have so many students in our community who have come to us with that exact question. They're like, Courtney, I needed you like a year ago. Where were you? And yeah. can you help me? And the answer is yes. Because everything that I teach when it comes to podcasting is applicable both for new people, people who want to start new podcasts, 
as well as if you have an existing podcast that just didn't have the impact that you hoped that it did or that it would. We had a student once who came to us and she had two failed podcasts before coming to us and seeking help. And I just admire her because I'm like, golly, I don't think I would have continued going after failed podcast number one. But yet here she was with two wanting to launch a third. You know, and her business had changed and evolved. She had rebranded a little bit, kind of tweaked things. But she was like, I get that podcasting is an effective strategy. I just haven't figured out how to execute that strategy well. Can you help me? Yes. So we taught her our system. We taught her the framework. She went out there and executed it. She landed number eight in the marketing category in Apple. Amazing. Right in between Brendan Burchard and Angie Lee. Those are like two podcasts and like the 0.01% of global podcast rank. Like they're always in the top 10, top 20, you know, and she landed right there. And the impact that that gave her, her, the confidence that it gave her, how it built her business, you know, it just, there were so many levels how it impacted her business. And she, and she recognized like, maybe it wasn't about me after all, you know, that the reason that these shows didn't fail before. And I was like, no, it wasn't. It wasn't you. It wasn't your message. It wasn't any of that. It was simply your positioning, launching it, really helping you get that momentum so you can really truly build and leverage a show long-term. Man, so good. So good. Before we get to potential next steps that people can take if they want to learn more, Courtney, any any last words of wisdoms or, or secrets that you just don't want to leave unsaid before we start to wrap up? I mean, I could talk about this all day, but I do have something, you know, kind of circling back to what we said initially about social media and really evaluating that as how effective is that as a marketing strategy for you right now? Social media is not an asset for your business. A podcast is an asset for your business. With social media, it's actually a liability. You spending your time there every day, trying to stay consistent, trying to stay relevant, trying to stay visible. Why? Because you're spending your time, you're investing your time, and you're not getting a return. But with a podcast, it truly is a wise investment of your time as a business owner because you're building your own content library. You're creating your own platform. You're no longer relying on Instagram to provide the platform for you to put the eyeballs in front of you. You're building your own platform, your own stage, your own content library that people will be able to refer to for years and years to come. So just think, just think six months out from now, if you were to launch a podcast tomorrow and you were to stop what you were doing on social media, maybe just show up when you wanted to, wouldn't that be nice when you actually felt like it, not because you had to. And if six months from now, you were the host of a top ranked podcast, and you were getting leads and referrals from your podcast coming into your business on a consistent basis. And you were finally being recognized as a thought leader that you are in your niche on the topic that you care about, that you're passionate about. What would change for you? How would that impact your business? What would be different? What would that make possible for you? And so, again, I could talk about this all day, Joey. Like we could sit here for another three hours if you had three I know, hours. I know. And we'll have to do something to bring you back because yeah. there's there's so much that we haven't even tapped into from uh, specific tips on kind of rebranding yeah. a podcast. I would love for, for you to help me make even more sense out of the the shift that we made with our podcast several months ago. The Something that I know you and I are both very passionate about is the voice side of all of this and how when you say yes to a podcast in a lot of ways you're stripping out 
so many other things that you can kind of rely on or when it's just you and a microphone, there can be some real vulnerabilities there too. So there are so many topics for a sequel here. But the main thing here is if you're not yet doing a podcast and you want to move forward, Courtney's here for you. If you've tried it in the past and it didn't work the way you wanted it to, Courtney's here for you. And Courtney, can you just give a sense of some specific next steps people can take? Any programs or, or certain lists that you might have uh, running? Any programs or, or resources that you have available for people? Absolutely. We've got so many resources. The best place to go is systemsmadesimple.co. That's our podcast. You can go check out the episodes there. It is a library, a wealth of information for you, both on podcasting and business. And if you want to hop on a call with me and just talk about your specific business and how a podcast can potentially be a fit for you, whether it is a fit, you know, if you have some questions, you know, I'm not really sure, is this the move I need to make? You want to hash it out with someone and just talk about that first and just get, you know, a, a very just objective look at whether this is a good fit. It's not a fit for everyone. I'll be honest with you. It's not a fit for everyone. It is a commitment. But if it is something that you want to explore, I'd love to hop on a call with you and chat about it. So I just want to open up my calendar to your community, Joey. And if you want to book that call, just go to systemsmadesimple.co slash strategy call. Awesome. And we'll make sure that we link that up in the comments and the show notes and everything for everyone as well. Courtney, you are just such a treat. Thank you for, for coming on. And again, you guys, I also just, I love following what Courtney is doing, thinking about just the strategy behind the way that she's showing up in various ways. So by all means, book a call with her and listen to her podcast follow her on social, see the way that she's doing things because it will help you with your business. Amazing. Joey, thanks for having me. This has been so fun. It has been a lot of fun. Thank you, Courtney. Thanks to everybody who tuned on live replay on the podcast. I'll see you all uh, next week on the Business Growth Advantage. Bye, everyone. All right, that'll do it for this week's episode of the Business Growth Advantage with me, Joey C. Vitale. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see y'all next week.